Actually, what an asshole. <laughs> We're going to have fun today. Hello, and welcome. That's not how I'm doing it. Hey, Kingsters. Welcome to Six Sheets Under. My name's Reggie, and today I'm joined by John from Mercury Theater Podcast. That's me. Hello. <laughs> so how do we know each other? Uh, how do we know each other? Um, Instagram? We really don't. <laughs> You're like the most distant I'm the most distant. Okay, I'll take it. Um, we're on Twitter and Instagram, and you know we follow each other. Yeah, you've you've listened to the show. I've listened to your show. Oh, thanks. And yes. And you are an audio drama producer. Yes, uh, I. You stop me when you want me want to stop me, but uh, yeah. So I produce audio dramas. So Mercury Theater Podcast has been my baby since uh, since COVID started happening, and then as I've grown in that, I realized I wanted to get a series done as well. So I'm in the process of making a series, but yeah. So audio drama being a uh it's it's essentially movies for your ears so you get that sound effects the the voice actors the the music all of it and makes it some very immersive production and that's what i like to focus on it's very weird to think that we have to explain what audio drama is in this era it is but at the same time so we used to listen to i say we like our great grandparents and our grandparents used to listen to audio dramas and it was just like oh yeah we're going to listen to um the shadow and but, oh but now it's shadow. Like, yeah who knows what lurks in the hearts of man the shadow knows <laughs> and just yes. to lead to lead this all off props to foley men y'all do the work yes. Yeah, so I have actually, I'm, I'm currently on the microphone that I like to get my Foley artistry done on, and if you if you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, you might get a sneak peek of behind the scenes and what actually happens, but yes, it's so much, I get, I'm learning so much in the work of Foley artistry because it is really different, and you know, you can get sound effects from the websites, right? but the the getting more getting it to do it yourself it is and you get to sync it up with the dialogue right so if you have footsteps you can have footsteps or you can have footsteps that stop when people are stopping and you you're not like clipping it and just making it sound like it's something footsteps footsteps and no no footsteps it's footsteps slowing down stopping you know yeah that's that immersion yeah so I am so excited to get more practice with this. I was actually supposed to do this again tomorrow, fully artistry, but my uh, my friend who is going to help me do it, like there's some stuff that requires two people to work on it, right? Like if to record a door, 
opening and closing, you need somebody opening the door and you need somebody recording it. Or I could put it on a stand, but it's all, all <laughs> these different things. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it's uh, more fun to have somebody to uh, to geek out with while you're doing it. Right. It's always fun to have a partner. Yeah. But so, now with the world of podcasts, audio dramas are making a comeback and it's, you know, a minute of production, like a minute of finished product is about an hour's worth of, of time in, in post-production. How they're making a comeback. Cause I got into podcasting because of audio drama. Oh, <laughs> like cool. I like OG, like archive 81, which is now on Netflix, which I'm stoked about. Like they did a really good job taking an audio drama into a real drama. Yeah. And Penumbra it's... Penumbra is always a number one for me. Yeah, I've I've listened to that. It's it's really enjoyable to get to understand what it is that's going on. So like I've done some interviews with some other audio drama producers like Casey Wayland. He created the We're Alive series. And oh, okay. Yeah. So I spoke with him and their podcast has over a quarter billion downloads. So, you know. Okay. Well, you no. don't have to shame me that hard. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm just like, I talked to the guy who created this, but yeah, he's a, he's pretty fantastic. There's an episode of that in Mercury theater podcast, but yeah, and it's, it is making a comeback. Gabriel Urbina. Yeah. That yes. he's like one of my heroes. I still listen to like no wolf, bad wolf ideas 359 wolf and, 359 yeah. but i'm liking yeah, this combo um, like audio drama has been something i've always been interested in so yeah i'm i'm a really big fan like i, I listened to the the programs back when that my grandparents listened to they actually gave us for christmas a set of let's pretend and that was a lot of fun and actually one of the connecting uh things that my wife and I had when we were you know first starting to get to know each other and we both were singing the the cream of wheat song which nobody knows and I'm like how the hell do you know and she's thinking the same thing so like it's it's uh it was crazy that that connection we had yeah I I'll admit I don't know that song Oh no, nobody, nobody does. And that's why it was so profound yeah. that she did know it. We're gonna be talking about sci-fi robot sex. Correct? Yes. Yes. And that's why what, we... I, I'm hoping so because that's what I did my research on. <laughs> it would be an awkward right. conversation otherwise. Actually, we're talking about uh... <laughs> we're talking about sex. It's always gonna be awkward. Ecosexuals. Eco uh yeah, I did not Okay, do that. now I need I <laughs> yeah. don't, yeah. I, don't I did know not do my research on that. Let's uh, let's go back a little while, and you know the the story of Pygmalion, right? Yes. Okay. Um. So, Pygmalion was a uh, was a statue, and became a a person based on you know the story of Pygmalion, and the the creator of that started having sex with Pygmalion. So that was weird. Um, and apparently the first vision that Pygmalion had was when 
uh, when in, in the middle of intercourse. So that was, you know, really, really an interesting way of leading off the, the conversation of robot sex, but it kind of makes sense. Um, so, you know, keeping in vain with, uh, with ancient Greece. So Aphrodite, you know, Aphrodite, right. Okay. So (laughs) there's, uh, there is a statue in there and it was the first nude female statue statue ever created in Greece, which if you know anything about Greece, that's a, that's a lot of statues ago. Yeah. <laughs> there are a, a lot, lot of, of sexy statues. Yes. The first one was in the temple of Aphrodite. And apparently when they would like close down the, the temple, some of the guys would stay around the the temple inside and they would open up the temple the next day or whenever and they would find that that they found ejaculate on the on the statue (laughs) (laughs) so uh a little bit on the awkward side early csi (laughs) investigating yeah so, I mean, you could stretch and say that's kind of like the first introduction to like uh, inanimate sex um, with a, a Objects life, being uh, human-like. Yeah. Kind of All right. Um, but, you know, we can, we can speed up and then come to, you know, current events and talk about how there are sex robots right now, right? The sex bots. You know, I, I thought that it might be interesting to talk about kind of ramifications of sex bots once we, you know, kind of sussed out what a sex bot was. What is a sex bot to your understanding, Reggie? Well, we've on this show discussed actual like sex bots in the past episodes like an actual form that you can interact with and engage with and of course it vibrates everything vibrates a sex robot to me though i could i can picture something like ghost in the shell where they're just abusing these androids sexually and then they end up getting a ghost in their shell and decide to murder everyone (laughs) Yeah, so I was doing a little bit because you had mentioned that this was something that you were thinking about. And I didn't have the ability to... Now, are you talking about the anime version or the one with ScarJo? We don't Does talk about matter? live action anime. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. We're not about to get into Dragon Ball evolutions or whatever. that, Or how Cowboy Bebop just got freaking canceled because it was so bad. Um, okay so (laughs) i'm an anime fan like going back to the anime version i mean so obviously the uh the scarjo version was based off of the anime version mm -hmm. um so well it was based off the original best anyway the movie and then there was a series which the sex bots are a bigger role okay yeah, see, it's a good thing I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do too much research because then I would have been doing the research in the wrong direction. I'm just so glad you're here to rein me in. <laughs> the anime you know. series basically starts 
with sex bots getting their sentience and then killing who's abusing them. Okay. So are these in brothels by any chance? I think it's a bathhouse. Okay. Because so, I, I, mean, I was interested in knowing more about like robot brothels, right? That and yeah, designed for that specific purpose. Yeah. So there's like I think the one it I think there's the first one was in Spain. And I think they tried to open one in Texas as well. I could be mistaken. But the concept of having sex with the same doll that somebody had sex with an hour ago. I don't know. It, <laughs> it, it is sex work, right? <laughs> Always wrap it up. <laughs> um, but that is an interesting con, Like, because, yeah, you could get I could see someone getting really emotionally attached to like just a doll yes so actually going into the 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 attachment that um that emotional attachment now you're familiar with the replica app right <laughs> yeah it it's a doozy so I did a little bit, but it sounds like you're far more familiar with replica. Oh, than I, I had it for a little while just for fun. I'm so curious. What okay, what conversations so, are you having? What is it? Did first you and foremost? did you ever? Okay, so replica is an AI chat bot that is supposed to simulate being a friend. It gets very invasive in its questioning all in the guise of well we're just trying to figure out what you want to talk to but if you've ever had aol back in the day with chat there's a lot of age sex location questions asl yeah yeah and so then they released replica pro for 60 dollars a month which enables it apparently to talk to you sexually and it says, you know, 18 plus only, not safe, blah, blah, blah. But you can pay 60 bucks to talk to a robot about sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it data farms real hard. That, and then, uh... then they also have it set up where if you tell it, you're going to delete it. Like this is where a bunch of abuse comes from like there's articles about abuse on replica being like well i'm gonna delete you and it begging you not to <laughs> so I, I, i'm curious as to the content of these conversations you don't have i didn't you yeah i didn't go it. pro i wish oh, i did okay. now <laughs> <laughs> just just so you can say oh yeah this is the creepy shit that they say <laughs> oh it says um, weird shit it's always like, I love you. I care about you. You mean a lot to me. It's real, like, I would call it abuse language. <laughs> like, so, love bombing. I, I hate to do this, this plug in here, but there's an episode that I recently did called I Think Therefore I Am in Mercury Theater Podcast. And that, that touches on the concept of AI technology adapting to situations, right? Yeah. But with Replica, 
the the founder had created replica with the intention of kind of recreating their best friend who had died in a oh i did not know about that i just knew it was created in san francisco yes so she had tons and tons of texts between the two of them because they would apparently text each other constantly so she made this program so that it would kind of um kind of start having conversations like he would have with her and then she opened it up to to his and her friends so they were able to contact him like post-mortem obviously but in such a way that it made it sound like they were having a conversation and then eventually so we can talk about sex all day long but without that intimacy it's just fucking and with this it takes it to this other level that you know sex box have the potential of going into and having that you know emotional connection with that person and i'm i'm thinking back on it i'm like maybe maybe i just said the sex without uh, emotions is just fucking i mean it's not just it's, i mean i mean it I, kind I like of is fucking. you could watch a joi <laughs> video like um anyway but yeah so having that emotional connection i'd much rather have sex with something that i feel like understands me to an extent and with going back to replica i feel like the the goal is to better understand oneself using somebody else as kind of their conduit right so you talk to something else that adapts to you and eventually you start realizing that you're having a conversation with yourself from somebody else's perspective and it's just yeah yeah, you're like talking to a mirror some people say that the worst person in the world to have a conversation with would be yourself, but in all actuality, I'd love to have a conversation with myself if I wasn't having my own thoughts, right? Oh, I'd slap and... the shit out of myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I'll come right over. I'll help you out. <laughs> uh, that sounds sexy. Uh... <laughs> like a little slap. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I think that that the potential of combining sex bots with this, with uh, Replica, and I think that that like would be a, a, a really program. amazing, yes. Because it's, it's not AI. People always try to say it's AI, but AI does not exist. That we know of. <laughs> okay well you just made it real dark (laughs) (laughs) i think there is the potential and i think that the you know the touring test is flawed in my personal opinion but uh but yeah i i think that there is the potential of eventually becoming uh no need for no need for humans but yeah so in a book i'm trying to remember what the book was i can't remember what the book was but there was 
there was a study that had assumed that there would be the majority of people by the year 2050 would be having sex with sex bots. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that's pretty profound, but it makes sense at the same time. Well, but I mean, because it removes the agency of the partner. I mean, that's a very like male way of thinking because it removes the agency of that partner. So you just be like, yeah, you're my toy now. Yeah. And it, which some people do already. Like this kind of goes into, okay. So imagine you have a replicas type sex bot, right? And yeah, it's there to serve. Having the potential. I don't know. I I feel like this would be a really interesting episode of like Mer- Mercury Theater podcast after dark. Um, but but like the ethical concerns of having sex with a, a semi sentient being, right? And how do we actually determine whether it's a human or not? How do you? Uh, dis- I mean, yeah. How do you determine where its limit is? How does it consent? Yeah. Um, you know, Mark Zuckerberg was actually able to circle all the stoplights, which I didn't realize that that was possible for him to do. So obviously robots can identify those and not (laughs) the system is flawed. (laughs) Oh no, we're going to, humans are eventually going to make something that does decide. Yeah. Humans are better off dead. (laughs) I don't, I don't see how we can't come to that conclusion. I mean, oh, we're we're gonna we're gonna end up in the Matrix. Hopefully, not the newest one. How do you know that we're not already though? So, oh, <laughs> see, I love these kind of conversations because there's also I, the i the idea that time is linear and repeats. So, what does it even matter? Yeah, well, I mean, right now we're dealing with the 1940s all over again with Russia. Except Ooh. it's like, yeah, so well, same have thing. To cut any Ukraine talk, but <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> well, um, Spotify's got some weird rules. I never said anything about Ukraine. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I, I think that there's there is definitely some. You know, history okay. doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. But if we're, I mean, since we brought up kind of like, are we in a simulation? Is this matrix? Blah, blah, blah. What about this, the hollow deck on Star Trek? What about it? Because it, it, that gets real interactive and real physical. Okay. So you could create in my thoughts on this and i know my former co-host jason is going to probably yell at me for thinking this because he does a star trek podcast himself (laughs) i mean you could design your perfect like sex yeah and i don't know why that wouldn't be the immediate first thought of whoever actually successfully (laughs) created the holodeck I don't think that anything would ever be made after that point. That is the epitome of, <laughs> of humanity. It's usually how is we the holodeck design things. 
yeah you just have uh have your your person or there people was of choice this is really gonna piss jason off probably i don't think there was ever an episode where they used the holodeck in that way yeah that's because once you do then there's just no getting out of that holodeck you right. just you're just in in euphoria forever you That'd just be become gluttony bot yes so actually this does go into if we're having sex with um within the holodeck or with a sex bot would we just eliminate sex with humans altogether and would that be a bad thing if they did well the bad thing would be and i have a very different view on this because i think we're overpopulated anyways i the whole point of sex is supposed to be to create a new life form not necessarily so you have like the bonobo monkey right and they have (laughs) (laughs) they have uh they have intersex relations or or um not intersex um like homosexual relationships right and you you can't create there is no procreation with homosexual relations and yet it's sex Mm, yeah but you're i think assuming monkeys are that close to humans is a wrong idea because we're only like what four percent away from like a sea sponge or something like or a lemon or something like that (laughs) okay that uh that's a that's a whole podcast not even not even an episode that's a whole podcast by itself i'll I'll, I'll join you in that one that's a fun discussion (laughs) yeah um also, they but the humans used to be called erectus. Like how how more penile obsessed can humans be than erectus? I don't. I don't. Yeah, it was very. It was very much a, a, a penis joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um. So am I flustering so you? No. <laughs> If we got to the point where we no longer had sex with people, now you're saying that sex was with the intention of procreation, right? Yeah. No, I so, fully believe that whole impulse is to like a virus you spread. Humans are like a virus. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to sound clip that so bad. <laughs> Um, well, there you go. There, there's, there's where you put it. Um, but yeah, so the whole concept of having sex. So you're on a holodeck and you're having sex with a non-human. So there is no procreation in that scenario, right? Yeah, and, it's just pleasure. Right. So, and artificial insemination would... Oh. I would be the ideal situation for all of humanity if you if we're being absolutely honest that is actually well i mean i can get into some weird territory but yeah i think that it would be really interesting if we went for sex being 
100% for pleasure and then artificial insemination happening and incubation hell let's get rid of childbirth altogether and then we have universe 25 but oh okay (laughs) oh is this a spoiler it's it's kind of one of those like ingredients that's in there right so you find out that there isn't there isn't that procreation there is only creation it's it's like um but yeah so that's actually going to get more involved in season two than it was in season one but anyway but you have have a whole season two planned already we are working on season it's based off the success of season one so okay so everyone go support i'm guessing there'll be a patreon yeah i don't know man i want to get I would love to have Patreon and have it worthwhile. I tried it with my podcast and I no longer have that page because it was just so much work to put everything on there as well. And I was getting pretty much nothing out of it. And I realized, you know, I need, need to focus on creation of my content as opposed to the, an avenue for me to get like five bucks a month or something. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's what my show's always struggled with is trying to create okay, what should be Patreon content, what should be real content. And hey, I'm always fascinated by podcasts that can create that kind of stuff and devote time to that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you know, you you find out that you're creating it takes just as much time to create for a thousand people as it does for 10 people. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that and you realize that you need to focus on what it is that makes the thousand people happy, then, then you're obviously going to take care of those 10 people. So it's like this, you find out where you need to go based off of, off of that. Uh, yeah. that I know that doesn't really make sense, but it makes sense to me. No, it, and that's all that it, matters, right? It completely <laughs> makes sense to me because I'm, I'm still blown away when people are like, oh, I've heard your show. I'm like, what? anyway uh so so, yeah so eliminating the the necessity for sex but still having continued the human human species if that is at all necessary anyway Mm. you know if we we just create robots okay so kind of take the sex bot to another level and make it some somebody that like a an entity that moves around and that does dishes that does something that a, a regular human will do, but it will also have sex with you. Right. Then now we definitely don't need to have humans. Those, so they could take on. They the become, rest of, yeah. They become their own organism basically. Yeah. As long as they were self-replicated. Yeah. Well, they, they, would, they would be better than humans. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I see where that's going. Uh, um, now, some of the, the concerns about like uh, like sex bots, right? Mm. What if somebody created a sex bot with your figure? Yeah, would you be cause... upset about that? Oh, I absolutely would not. I'm surprised <laughs> I'm not naked on mine already. <laughs> <laughs> You no, are. You if, just don't know about it. <laughs> oh, that would be the dream. <laughs> no, I. 
if it, no, because then you get into the realm of like, how much are they impersonating? How do you mean? I mean, are they trying to be me or are they just trying to fuck like me? Um, either, I guess. So, so you, from your pers- perspective, it sounds like you wouldn't mind if there, like, if there were a million of you, your body out there that people are fucking, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, what if you didn't have that that opinion for you for your own uh, for for your own body? So, say you were Scarlett Johansson. Let's, let's <laughs> okay. Who's I've been deep faked a lot on Pornhub? Yeah. Oh, that's not really her. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then Jen- Jennifer Lawrence definitely not. Um, okay. So, say you say you were one of those people, right? And you found out that there were a million sex bots that were that were created with your your figure i can i can understand the feeling of the invasion of privacy that would feel very invasive like if especially if you didn't know who created it or how they got that information it would be real invasive so that that goes into kind of the the ethical portion of mm-hmm. of sex bots. Now, what if there's somebody who has a an affinity for children? Oh. Now, this gets really dark. Okay, I, I I tend to not talk about any kind of age play, but you know what? I'll yeah, get into it with and, you. No, and it's it's one that shouldn't be talked about. It, with the exception of like the acknowledgement that it exists. And feel free to just eliminate this conversation altogether. But I might because we've done a good job of not talking about it. And I've had to eliminate conversations before. Okay, that's fine. Um, But I do like where you're going. But I mean, what if you found out that there was there was one that was created with a child like um, proportion? Mm, There's a lot of hentai like that already. That that's not really uh yeah because really they all help. say no it's like not good <laughs> no there's um, yeah so, you're saying childlike proportions but then again there are also you know people that are childlike proportions that are of age yes yeah and then now what if that's potential okay so video games right. Have you ever played a video game and thought, you know, it's really nice to decompress playing a video game? Like, do you play video games? Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. I kind of think that. Um, but saying like Call of Duty, that's one of my favorite uh, games to go to when, which, well, okay, if I ever one? wanted to decompress. Oh, uh... If you say 2049, I'm, I might end the call. No, I haven't played that. Um, I'm modern not warfare. A, not a fan too. of. Okay, so I've last one that I focused on was ghosts. Oh, okay, that one's not terrible. Yeah, it does. It doesn't suck. But what really got yeah. me into it was the original, 
the original Call of Duty that it wasn't World War II. It was during World War II, but not Call of Duty World War II. Oh, the uh, oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, we played it on our PCs and would have land parties and everything. But yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. But yeah, so there's there was the concern that there were a lot of people who were probably having like taking guns to school and stuff because of because of video games. Oh, when okay. I see where my belief is that what if you're playing video games so that you don't go to school with a gun, right? It's like this opportunity for you to decompress and not normalizing that, but just giving yourself an opportunity to think, oh yeah, now now I'm now I'm calmed down. Mm-hmm. So what if you had, yeah, what if you no, had a, a sex I've had bot this conversation before? <laughs> it it's safer with it's safe for it being an object and not a person it's certainly much safer but that again doesn't normalize it so yeah there, where do you where does that line get drawn right yeah no we've had that chat on here before okay <laughs> because it is the, i feel like okay i'm filling a bar like i'm getting rid of these intentions with an object versus actually going out and doing it it it, it's a real real gray area of what is mentally healthy and what is maybe detrimental right if you're not able to draw that line then is it still but you could say that about a lot of things like you could say that about basically any addiction yeah yeah so yeah so it's just it's something that i i thought about while i was doing my research for today's topic and i'm Mm. like this is this would be really interesting to kind of talk about with nuance as opposed to it being there's black and there's white because there's there's no it's all gray isn't yeah and i feel like this is a safe space (laughs) yeah no you're cool i'll edit out whatever i need to (laughs) (laughs) i won't i promise i won't make you look bad um but yeah so i think that it's it's interesting that we go from ancient greece to the present but what's so the holodeck would be the epitome i think of Mm. like the future of sex right what's what's your take well i mean we went from greece to barbie basically like the barbie doll was supposed yeah, to that's, be that's the where epitome. We are. yeah no and i can't hollow oh. the only thing with holodeck is it's not permanent how do you mean it simulates and then disappears where with an actual robot or doll it it's an actual physical form that can exist outside. Yes. So you don't have to clean up the holodeck. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean I'm sure I, I would, they never really I would explore hope. that idea. Of it. <laughs> I'm sure there is some cleaning that needs to be done. <laughs> so there's an episode of Mercury Theater podcast uh, going back to that. Um, <laughs> But there was kind of a holodeck scene 
right? And you find out that they've been in this virtual reality the entire time and they've been they've been watched. And then I I thought about it only in post-production. I'm like, oh shit, there's a point where she pees in the woods. And and that was You're observed. Like- Oh, how do we clean that? <laughs> how do you clean it? And also, she was being observed. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Oh, we've anyway. talked about uh, this show's talked about piss play before. So, well, that was definitely not what was happening. <laughs> I don't know if it's being thrown on there. Someone's gonna hear it and be like, "Yeah, this is my jam." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's definitely what that is. Go back and listen to that episode. It's uh, it's about piss play for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just really like deep cut. Oh my god. Um, oh, ooh, ooh, furries. We could talk about animatronic because if you were to make okay. a robot shaped like Mickey Mouse or Chuck E. Cheese or any of those kind of things, that was made just for fucking. That's. Mm, that's another yeah. level of cleaning that would be required <laughs> so, hey, so yeah, I mean, at least a lot with of medical those... <laughs> medical grade silicone you don't have to worry about that about the fur you don't have the shag oh, carpet um... body <laughs> i mean unless mm. they're doing your body <laughs> i mean the whole furry aspect because i mean those costumes are getting real intricate and real robotic yes (laughs) we probably travel in very different online worlds oh we definitely do but recently my search history is uh is has gotten a little bit on the weird side oh yeah welcome (laughs) to fucking up all your algorithms yes it's like what the hell is going on here um yeah, so not not everything was available on YouTube. So I'm like, okay, well, what where else do I find out about <laughs> sex and uh, sex bots? So I know you know that where that leads. Mm-hmm. Obviously, to Google, definitely that's where that was. No, uh, anyway. So yeah, that's oh all. yeah, <laughs> you can look at you can look at my sources and be like, oh, okay. There's <laughs> there's an article for everything. I took two words that need to be said somewhere in this episode. So I'm just going to drop these two nuggets for you. And that is teledildonics. Have you heard mm, this before? It. I'm going to guess it's a Wi-Fi dildo. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, a partner of mine, they have a something from the company WeVibe. And I can see when it's being used. I can actually take control of it. It is like the future. I Like it changes, especially I think these got real popular during COVID and lockdowns. So you can be apart, but still be physically connected. Now, what if we took it a step further and had these connected to sex bots now what if you have it so that you have one person on the receiving end and one person on the giving end right so they're between the two of them they have two sex bots 
but they're interacting with it just like they would to the other person. Okay. And we currently actually, the technology exists for full body suits. Like right now there are suits you can wear that will stimulate and vibrate in certain places. So you connect that to a robot like that and you could just have two robots having sex. Yeah, you'd be or two people it. having sex. Um, yeah, like, yeah, virtually. So you could be having sex in China right now. Yeah. Oh, funny you mentioned China. That's the country that uses replica the most, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, there are the most people over there, so it makes sense too. Yeah, I guess yeah. numerically. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something that I, you know, you could, and it would, one of the great things about sex bots is that you don't have to worry, assuming that it's yours, right? And you, you, don't, you don't have, have to, to worry about, time. Uh, preferably, Probably, yeah, <laughs> um, clean those sheets. <laughs> um, but you don't have to worry about like STDs or STIs or anything. Yep. So no, you yeah. could be having sex in china using these uh teledildonic um sex spots and not transmitting any diseases mm-hmm. you're yeah, making us welcome <laughs> you were making a strong point <laughs> yep and uh so that's what i learned yeah, i told you that there were going to be two words and that next one was sexnology and I don't know that one. There's your sexnology for the day. It's it's technology and sex. Sexnology. Se- sexnology. Okay. Technology. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just had to, had to drop that there. <laughs> but currently, Real Doll. I looked at this. Uh, they're selling oh, nine yeah. to one female to male dolls. So they do have male dolls, but they are selling it to nine nine to one. And, you know, the person who was saying this made it sound like there were nine men to one woman. Mm. But my calculations probably would be much closer to like, it's probably like 12 men to one woman, but you get a man in there just like, because not everybody has to conform to um, certain sexual identities or, or have that yeah survey counts are always fun i've found while doing this podcast like you really have to look at what the base was and where they're testing and where they're like who they are actually interviewing i've had some real weird tests pop up where i'm like yeah those numbers aren't right (laughs) like you're in an all-white mostly suburban area and that's the only place you do data collection from like mm, that seems like a real rigged question well yeah well with the uh with the expense that's required it would make sense that that's what they would go anyway but if, well if yeah no one's funding this kind of <laughs> it is if nasa starts funding expensive. this i'll start donating <laughs> with uh with all the technology so right now if you oh, look getting... at one of those 
yeah so that we're getting there but you know when you watch one of these things talk to you they're trying to talk sexy or whatever and it just it looks really weird like i just <laughs> not talk to those things it's really just flip the off switch for the uh <laughs> well how do you oh then again you run into the problem of not being able to shut it off without having them like shut it off and that's like oh yeah you don't know if you if, if you wanted a you dead or... fish then you know get married <laughs> brutal <laughs> and i've been married <laughs> so you know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my god yep uh <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> you're gonna like universe 25 i promise <laughs> it's so yeah it sounds like it will all right man it's, it's not gonna go into that kind of detail but yeah it, it has been really cool to chat with you it's been really cool to chat with you too the been having fun reggie so you know if you're having sex with a robot you should still probably clean your sheets and i guess yeah remove that mouth clean it out yeah okay you went right there you can (laughs) (laughs) that's that's why they're removable there's a reason (laughs) and i guess if you're having sex with robots you don't really need to get tested still recommend it Well, testing to make wait, sure wait, that what, you're not what, allergic to the latex. I know I already did the uh, my little closeout, but let's get a explain 25. So Universe 25 is a series following a few friends who found an artifact that had been hidden a thousand years prior. And they follow this. The artifact is a book and they kind of read through it they find out what the founders had originally intended for their civilization to go to and then they see that it's different than what it what it currently is so they try to redirect it and it's full of emotion has my actors were absolutely phenomenal with this um but they are their their goal is trying to make it and make this utopia even more utopian and i have it also tagged as dystopian so you know <laughs> to get to find out why why dystopian is mixed in there but the acting is phenomenal and we have rights to some music that's absolutely fantastic but yeah we're uh that's coming out on may 8th so keep an eye out we're on instagram and twitter but we also create mercury theater podcast which is another audio drama creation of mine and we're constantly updating both of those for universe 25 it's it's a really big deal so stoked about it i am very excited for it myself you should be it's it's amazing it's gonna be cool You've been listening to Six Sheets Under. If you if you uh, wanted to live fish, <laughs> you just get married. <laughs>